Let's get back to the action on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. We are back, quarter number three of the Keystone Kickoff Show. Dustin Hawkinsmith coming back to you from the Labatt Blue Studio. Labatt Blue and Labatt Blue Light. Bleed blue and white, drink blue and light. Jeff Brown joins us now, talking some Penn State hoops. We were a little bit more optimistic the last time we sat down here, Jeff, but a little two-game losing streak. What are your, your thoughts and feelings now about this juncture of the season as the, you know, the regular season end is approaching and Penn State has some things to figure out? Well, it's it's bittersweet. You know, like I said last week, they weren't going to win every one of their games the whole rest of the way through the season. You know, they, losing was inevitable. Um, but I think I'd much rather see these guys get blown out than lose the way they have the last two games because both of those games I walked away saying, ah, got it, just a play here, a call here, whatever, and they could be on a 10-game winning streak instead of a two-game losing streak. So it's difficult, but you know what? This is a team that has bounced back not only all year game to game, but half to half, and they did that on Sunday as well. They were looking pretty bad there in Bloomington, and then all of a sudden they come roaring out in the second half, and and it looked like they're going to pull away and win, and it just wasn't meant to be, I guess. Didn't quite have enough, and I, I think – you know, Lamar Stevens, 29 points in 30 minutes. I don't think, and I know Patrick Chambers addressed this a little bit afterwards, saying that he needs help. He, But I don't think Penn State gets where it wants to go by having any one player, even if it's Lamar Stevens, shooting it 27 times in a game. Oh, I don't, I don't that, you know, that's not, that's, that's a little bit of regression when it comes to ball movement and that kind of thing. This game against Indiana encapsulized. The, the two worst parts of the Penn State basketball program right now. And first of all, it's relying too much on Lamar. People have to step up. And I know, gosh, if they could have Myron Jones in that lineup, it would help tremendously. But uh, the other thing is rebounding, especially offensive rebounds. Oh, my goodness. They were, you know, they, they don't do a good job on the boards. And I don't know how many second, third, fourth chances Indiana had yesterday, but they had a ton of them. And then you add in a very uncharacteristic 14 turnovers. And that's a recipe for disaster, especially on the road. So Indiana scored 21 points off turnovers. That was that mm-hmm. was a bigger issue than the second chance points were, just according right. to the box score anyway. And the other part of it was the bench scoring. You know, Penn State has been in the position in the past, and maybe this is this is the whole point of of talk about Lamar needing help. But they haven't been in the position that often this year where they're being outscored on the bench. Indiana did it 25 bench points to 12 for Penn State, and you know, it's a, a, both of those issues are really the the difference in in the margin of this game um how much is myron jones absence starting to catch up with them we we saw them push through i think they're three and two in in five games uh without him but how much is that starting to catch up with this team one way or another well watching the indiana game yesterday um every time lamar got his hand on the ball he was you know two guys three guys collapsing on him you know and he's still had to try to score and you know to his credit god love him 29 points with people hanging all over him and playing with early three fouls yeah and once again i and i i hate 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 
people blaming the officiating, but uh, I would blame it on both sides. The officiating was absolutely horrible on both sides of the ball yesterday, which when you're playing on the road, especially in the Big Ten, you can't have that going against you. So all of a sudden you've got one guy trying to score all the points. He doesn't have that option of throwing it out and Myron draining it through three, a few threes to keep the defense honest. They just collapse on Lamar and dare anybody else to score. How about this number for you? Four assists for Penn State on 22 yeah. baskets and 15 turnovers. That's just nowhere near where they mm-hmm. want to be. And and you, to, to, you can spin that bad. You can spin that as saying all, include all this, and, and they really did claw their way back into this game with the, the way I, I think it, it can be viewed as a real positive. They're shorthanded. They clearly didn't have whatever it is. They clearly didn't have it on, on the road in this game. Um, but they were still they they still make this run to start the second half twenty four five I think was the second half run uh, to get back in this game but four assists to fifteen turnovers is just that, that's not the kind of motion and movement that you want. Well, does you know Patrick Chambers stated that after the game he said something along the lines of you know when we're passing the ball when we're sharing the basket we got multiple guys in double figures all of a sudden we're a different team. And, and he's absolutely right. If if the defense comes down and basically knows Lamar Stevens is going to get the ball, then it's pretty easy to play defense. And, and Indiana looked good yesterday, to their credit. They shut other guys down. Um, you know, Miles Dredd was the only other guy in double figures with 10, and he didn't get any of those until the second half. Mike Watkins only gets seven points. Um, you know, it's... It, Penn State made it easy for Indiana to play defense yesterday, and it showed. And they've got to get back to that, you know, passing the ball, moving the ball, getting other guys in double figures, things like that, so they can win some games. Two out of 14 from three-point range. Only one player on Penn, on Penn State's roster made a three-pointer in this game. That was Miles Dredd. And it's it's more than just the number, right? Like, I mean, to, to your point, when when you're not posing a threat at all out, from the perimeter and outside of Lamar Stevens, that's the whole recipe for right. something that, sta- that stagnates the way that it stagnates. Absolutely. And, and I don't know about you, but watching the last – I don't know, four minutes, three minutes of the game, Penn State's down six points. And I'm thinking they can't come back because nobody's hitting any three pointers. So you don't have the option of gaining a quick three points. You've got, it's essentially a three possession game. And that's if you shut Indiana down completely because nobody's hitting, as you said, two for 14. Um, You can't get back into a game that way if you're not shooting threes. The Keystone Kickoff Show. We're talking some Penn State basketball here with Jeff Brown. Lions have some things to sort out with four games left in the regular season. They're twenty and seven overall on a two-game losing streak. Indiana and Illinois games that had similar feels, I suppose. Uh, Penn State slips to ten and six in Big Ten play, and I, I thought. Richard Pitino said something. I, I've been a fan of Richard Pitino and, and what he's had to say about both Penn State and about what it's like to play in the Big Ten mm-hmm. Conference. But kind of pointing out what we probably all observed anyway is that every team in the Big Ten at some point has been left for dead. Even even the even the team that is leading the league right now and in Maryland, the team that may or may not be able to make a push for a number one seed, they were left for dead right around the time they lost to Penn State. So it's just, it's the league where if you're if you're off, 
you know, you, you, you're going to have a hard time because there are no easy outs, especially when you go on the road. So Penn State has, has had one, you know, a, a little off against Illinois at home. They lose that game. A little off on the road to Indiana. They lose that game. But every team in the Big Ten has had this moment at some point or another. And I would, I would contend that Penn State has had this moment twice now. Oh, absolutely. And, and all the people jumping out the bandwagon, you know, just just kind of shake my head at them. Because if you had told us last year at this time what Penn State's record would be this year, nobody ever would have believed you. And you it, just what you pointed out, a, a different bounce this way, a different bounce that way. Myron Jones for a full game, the last two games, they could be on a 10-game winning streak right now. So there's no reason to panic. There's no reason to start wringing your hands and gnashing your teeth or anything else. These guys are going to the NCAA tournament. They're going to do well in the Big Ten tournament. And just, you know, everybody kind of take a chill pill and then come out and watch them beat up on Rutgers. Take a chill pill. So looking back, I mean, speaking of Rutgers, losing at Rutgers on January 7th, that kicked off a three-game losing streak that put Penn Mm -hmm. State in a position where it it feels like it now. And I think... They, they were written off. You lose to Rutgers, you lose to Wisconsin, you lose to Minnesota. There wasn't a whole lot of optimism coming out of that. But the good news is that Penn State has stared down this vibe before, and they've overcome to be better than ever. That's, that's what gave way to their eight-game winning streak was that three-game losing streak. So Penn State has been in the spot before. I just, I, I, I'm not sure. There's not a lot of information about Myron Jones, whether when or whether um, he's coming back anytime soon. And it's hard. You know, you take away the second leading score from any team in the country, there's going to be some tough times for most teams. Absolutely. And keep in mind, too, that, that, you know, even though Penn State lost by 11 to Rutgers early in January, uh, that was probably one of their worst played games. Um, they didn't look good the entire way through. And yeah, Rutgers kind of in the middle of the pack now. So you know, I, I have heard and I have read people saying, oh, boy, they got killed at Rutgers. They're going to get killed again. Um, uh, that's just not the case. And uh, alluding to what you said earlier, this Big Ten basketball season has been so strange. You know, you could lose to a team by 30 points and turn around and beat them, i.e. Ohio State. So it's, you know, um, it's, there's no way anybody can predict from game to game what's happening in the Big Ten this year. What are your expectations now? We've got a couple minutes to go, but, uh, you know, Rutgers comes into town on Wednesday. What are you expecting when it comes to zest for showing up to Bryce Jordan Center? And, and you know, is, is it fragile enough that you think it might, the attendance might be down or the enthusiasm or energy might be down? Or you think, you know, they've done enough to warrant another full house and, and people may be sensing that to snap out of this, maybe the fans can contribute to that. Well, let me say this to anyone who has any basketball common sense and has been paying attention this year, they should look at this as a bump in the road and a little toast up in the middle of the night or whatever. Um, and those fans will be out. There are going to be fickle fans who, you know, downplayed Penn State at the beginning of the season, downplayed them when they got into the three game losing streak and they're going, Oh boy, same old team. Um, you know, there's no way you can win them over unless you're winning. So it's really hard for me to tell. Penn State fans are strange, man. I'll tell you, you get into a really great game and you still got half the house sitting on their hands. I just don't understand them at all. So for me to make a prediction of what's going to happen on Wednesday, 
I don't know. I haven't heard anything about ticket sales and things like that, but I can tell you they should be there because first of all, it's going to be a great night. It's going to start at seven o'clock. There's only two home games left to see this team in person. One of the best teams we've seen at Penn state in what? 20 years. Yeah. So, you know, there should be a lot of fannies in the seats. A lot. Nice, nice use of the word fannies. I think anytime you can get fan <laughs> fans, a, a fans fanny, anytime we can get that in the conversation, it's a good thing. And worse, worse comes to worst. This team could be zero and 27 right now. But you yep. know what? Jeff Brown will still be announcing at Bryce Jordan Center. If that doesn't and put still, your fanny in the seat, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Penn I State, throw my blue tinted glasses on, too. My blue and white glasses. I don't think they've ever come <laughs> off. So we got Rutgers on Wednesday. Another good one next week, next Tuesday. Michigan State comes to town. Oh, yeah. We'll see if this Penn State team can rebound. For now, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to get rid of Jeff Brown. Jim Galanti and I are going to talk some Penn State hoops in just a moment. This is where the temperatures are unkind. This is where water freezes in the blink of an eye. This is where the wind bites harder than a mid-ice cross check. This is where the beer is always on ice. This is Labatt Hockey, played the way Mother Nature intended. Labatt Blue is proud to support pond hockey and all the hardy souls that like to play it cool. This is Labatt Hockey. Beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. Life gets complicated, and it only gets more complicated when things change, which is why AAA insurance agents take the time to talk with you so that they can help you choose the best auto and home coverage. Don't put off getting protected. Let AAA help cover what you care about. Insurance that's not just insurance. Talk to your local AAA insurance agent or visit AAA.com to learn more about AAA. The blue-white game is coming soon, and GoPSURV.com has you covered with their best deals ever. RVs for the weekend starting at just $500. Even better, whatever you spend on the spring game can be used as a credit for any game in the fall. Spend the weekend in a luxury RV. Enjoy 409 Tailgate Club Barbecue and a free bus ride to and from the stadium. Go to GoPSURV.com or call Mark at 800-519-8467 for all the details. 